Hey, this is Brad with This, That, and Everything, and you are on the BS Podcast Network. Drenched in diarrhea. Hello everybody and welcome to Dropping Loads. Unfortunately, it's just me, Pouch, by myself. You know, simply Pouch. I'm not singing that fucking song. Uh, Milky and Paco are currently in Peru visiting family, so I just thought I didn't want to leave you guys without an episode for two whole weeks. Uh, so let me just record one and hopefully it'll tide you over until they get back. Uh, right now, it is uh, just a few days prior to the arrival of Hurricane Irma. Irma is currently drilling through the Caribbean as we speak, but by the time this episode goes up, we'll, we shall find out for sure if uh, this hurricane completely decimates Miami the way it did Houston and you know it seeing the reports of Houston is very scary and of course my heart goes out to all of them because it's you know I've heard some fucking horrible stories about what's happening in Houston right now so hopefully it doesn't really fuck with Miami that badly but uh you'll find out if I'm alive by then um so like I said, Milky and Pacha in Peru, so let's just get this shit started. Uh I have a get a load of this for you. Do 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 Get a load of this. Ah, okay. Get a load of this is when you are scrolling through your social media of your choice. You find something that makes you go, what? And you're like, I gotta read that shit. Let's get a load of this. <laughs> so, this one is from UPI.com, written by our boy, Daniel Urea. I need, to, I keep threatening to get these guys on the fucking air, like, especially, um,. Fuck the other guy, whatever the other guy's name, whatever. One of the other writers at UPI.com that uh, that we constantly uh, cite, uh, he's always um, one of the main writers of uh, of the odd news section of UPI.com. Uh, we keep threatening to get these guys on, but just never got around to it. But this one was posted on September 5th. Um, so basically, this guy was on a Tinder date. I guess they were just hanging out in his house, probably eventually going to get laid at some point. And um, his uh, his Tinder date unfortunately got into a really shitty accident, and you know the pun that pun was not intended, but it was a happy coincidence. Basically, she had a bit of an accident um, where she tried to take a shit in his uh, in his bathroom, which you know I don't know why you would do that on your first date with this guy that you've never met before, but whatever in his home, mind you. Uh, she tried she took a shit and uh, it didn't flush, so she's like, oh shit, I don't want to look bad in front of this new guy. So she tried to throw it out the window. Well, she she literally went inside, grabbed the piece of shit, wrapped it in toilet paper, and tried to throw it out the fucking window. But unfortunately, his house is a little weird. Um, I, I, maybe it's something in, it happens in England very often, but they describe it as a double-glazed window that doesn't open. So it's it's a, there's a window, and then, I guess, the wall of his home, and it doesn't open. So she threw it out there, he, she chucked it, and it ended up falling in between the gap of the house, the actual house, the wall of the house, and the window. So she describes herself as an amateur gymnast, so she tried to like, okay, I can definitely go in and reach in and get this piece of shit and throw it back into the toilet now. But um, apparently, as often the case that shit like this gets reported on, she gets stuck, like really, really stuck. Uh, so I guess she's not as good a gymnast as she thought she was. Um, you know, she eventually called out to uh, her Tinder date, which this guy's name is Liam Smythe. He tried to remove her 
could not remove her. She was stuck, real fucking stuck, upside down in the gap. So they're like, okay, gotta call fire and rescue. Fire and rescue um, got there pretty swiftly. It only took them about 15 minutes to remove to remove her, but they had to de- basically destroy the window in order to do so. And then he's just like, well, I have an interesting story. I'm gonna use this. Um, as um, an excuse to go to GoFundMe and raise some money to to uh, replace his toilet. Uh, so and there is a very very fucking funny ass picture that you can see on the the fire and rescue website, which I don't know why they did that. I mean, granted you can't see the girl's identity, but it's pretty fucking embarrassing. So whatever, it's there for the entire internet to enjoy. Uh, she's stuck in the window. She's um, the, the 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 window's not like completely transparent. It's more translucent, so her features are a little um, a little fuzzy. They're not again. They're not like very exact, so it's not it's not easy to identify who she was. So it's not a big deal, but it's extremely fucking embarrassing. I'd imagine. I mean, we we've all had those like stories where we have had a sh- like an accident in the bathroom and you're like oh shit, I'm really really embarrassed and blah blah blah. It's ha- it's happened to every one of us. Why? Whether we want to admit it or not like I, I can I can attest to the fact that I've had moments I like for instance I think it was in a mall one time where I, I literally shit my pants I shit my pants my pants were fine but my underwear was not um, and it was like just drenched in diarrhea so I had to like just wash it and then dry it off as much as I could and stick it in my pocket and walk around freeballing for a little bit like it happens it happens to all of us it happens to the best of us I mean it's it's embarrassing and I'm not like I'm not like making fun of it well I'm kind of making fun of her but still like we've all had it so it's just like you know own up to it at this point but I don't know I'd probably be fucking humiliated if that happened to me too especially when you're on a date <laughs> so it's just it looks terrible but I'm sure he's laughing it off right now um, especially since he did raise enough money to replace his window um, so that's the end of get a little of this you just got a little this I, I don't I don't know how he does that shit without hating himself every fucking time I think he does but he just like sucks it up either way like I fucking hate it um so yeah only one one article uh most of these simply pouches aren't gonna be very long uh and that's intentional because I don't think you can hear me I don't think you want to listen to me for that fucking long however I do have something very very interesting to bring to you today I you know for some odd reason Throughout the last like week or so, uh, as I'm scrolling through Facebook and finding some really interesting shit, and all of it is like really fucking uh, prime prime fucking material for the podcast and of course they're not here for me to share it so i have one really good one that i should save for an episode with paco because it is a vagina um but i can't i can't it's it's too fucking interesting and too fucking good however i'm saving one of them for paco's return yeah i found a lot of interesting things of course when they're out of the country paco's tacos paco's tacos fuck yeah i'm not gonna do any better than that sorry guys so basically normally for Paco's tacos um she just tries to bring a lot of weird unsettling depressing creepy shit whatever she she thinks deserve deserves that one of those uh descriptions um I have a segment underneath her segment called pouches vaginas that doesn't have a theme song that's why I did Paco's tacos instead so basically pouches vaginas is my version of Paco's tacos where, where where I find something creepy um usually creepy I don't usually find fucked up things I'd rather do something creepy than fucked up uh so this one is something called dear David um so there's this comic like illustrator he does little comic strips on the internet he writes on buzzfeed and shit like that 
he he started documenting uh, a ghost in his apartment, and it's it gets pretty fucking eerie. And I figured that it was worth sharing. Um, so he starts it off at the beginning of August and August seventh. Uh, this is all all through Twitter. Everything's being shared through Twitter, and um, it's just it just intensifies as the month goes on, and it's pretty fucking creepy. Um, so the first one goes: So my apartment is currently being haunted by the ghost of a dead child, and he's trying to kill me. He started appearing in dreams, but I think he's crossed over into the real world now. The first time I saw him, I was experiencing sleep paralysis and saw a child sitting in the green rocking chair at the foot of my bed. He had a huge misshapen head that was dented on one side and I did my best to draw it. And there is a picture there and it's very, very creepy. So he looks a little, the child looks a little deformed. Um, there is hair, like the, the, the head's fucking massive. And then like on one side, there's like basically a crater, like it's a huge dent as if someone like like molded uh, like a, a large fucking de- like large fucking dent inside his head um for a while he just stared at me but then he got out of the chair and started shambling toward the bed i couldn't move because i was paralyzed i have sleep paralysis fairly fairly often it sucks it does suck i've had it once it's terrifying um right before he reached my bed i woke up screaming i had another dream a few nights later where i was in a library and a girl came up to me and said you've seen dear david haven't you i was like who and she said dear david you saw him so apparently the name of this uh poor child is dear david she continued he's dead he only appears at midnight you can ask him two questions if you said dear david first then she added it but never ask him a third question or he'll kill you I was very shaken. Having two dreams about the same thing is pretty weird. Anyway, a couple weeks passed without incident. Then David came back in another dream. Same situation. I was in bed. He was, he was sitting in the rocking chair near the window, staring at me. In the dream, I say, Dear David, how did you die? He mumbles, an accident in the store. I say, Dear David, what happened in the store? He groans, a shelf was pushed on my head. Thus, the dent in his head. I'm frozen with fear. Who pushed the shelf? David doesn't answer. I realize I've asked a third question, which I'm not supposed to do. At that point, I wake up absolutely terrified. As you'd imagine, he's a white guy, so of course he did something really fucking stupid. The next couple of days, I googled deaths in the city, but can't find anything about a kid named David dying in a store. I even tried different names. Daniel, Dylan, Devin, nothing. A A few weeks go by without incident. Sort of randomly, the apartment above mine is vacated, and I have the opportunity to move into it. It's a larger apartment, so I'm thrilled. Another month or two goes by, and I sort of forgot, forget about Dear David. I think he lost track of me because I moved upstairs. But lately, something strange is happening. Mind you, this is all written in um, on August 7th in the past tense. So all of this happened already and then um and right now when he's writing it something new started happening and uh, apparently he has two cats and uh for the past four nights his cats start gathering at the door at exactly midnight just to stare at it almost like something's on the other side um and then so the night before the 7th the 6th of august last night i got a weird feeling looked out at the people and i'm dead certain i saw moving on the other side when i opened the door and turned on the the hall light nothing was there but my cat seemed unnerved bushy tails etc uh that and that's where i am right now dear david found me i think i don't know what to do i'll keep you updated so that was the end of his twitter thread on the 7th indicating that he thinks david found him um after a few months that he thinks david finally found him by you know going to his door and then the moment he opened the door that's when like i guess it looks like dear david was investigating that apartment for a little bit and the moment he opened the door to confirm it that was it he let dear david back into his life 
so the the thread continues. He updates people on the ninth, two days later, where he says, uh, "For the sixth night in a row, my cat has walked over to the door promptly at midnight and stared at it." So he posts a video, but I'm not. Even, I'm gonna brush through it. Um, so he said he took a photo of the of the people, and he felt like he saw something. And then he posts the photo. Um, mostly you see the people, which is, uh, you know, you don't really see anything, but then like, um, I, I don't know if you open the door, but eventually you start seeing like, uh, the, the entrance to the staircase in this specific apartment building. It doesn't seem like there's staircases in the door on a hallway all to its own. It's just like, it looks like the staircase, the, 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 the round, the, the rounded corner to the staircase is right there in front of his apartment. So you can see it. Uh, he says there's something hiding there. Um, I don't see anything, so maybe, I don't know, I think he's just freaking out. There's a little bit of shadows going on, but, um, I don't, I don't see anything there. Yeah, there's some shadows, but, like, I don't see anything there at all. He, he's sure there was something there. So he deadbolted the lock and got in bed because... I don't know what else to do. I can still hear my I can still hear my my cat meowing at the door. Wow. So he was uh he was updating this as it was happening. Um let's see here. So the next day, he talks about how quiet it was, but he tried out something called a sleep talk app to see if anything happens during the night. So he posts a picture of himself with the cats at the door again at midnight. I guess he heard, uh, I guess one of his Twitter followers was telling him to put um, salt in front of the door. So he did put a, a line of salt around in front of the doorway. But the next night, he used a sound app to record uh, his apartment. And apparently it automatically records something every time he hears something. And uh, there are, apparently there are 33 separate individual recordings. Um... He says most of them are pretty vague. A couple of them are passing cars and the like, but there are three that I'm interested in. The first is a snapping sound, what seems like a single step. It's odd because I didn't get out of bed all night. The, the one, this one is weird because of out of 33 recordings, this is the only one that has strange ele electric sound throughout. So that's the second sound. Uh, this directly follows the electric static, another snap, then I go into my sleep. This happened between 2 to 3 a.m. I have no explanation for them. I'll keep recording sure if I find anything curious. I haven't heard these sounds. I didn't even know he had recordings. But, um, again, I'll, I'll put a link to this. You guys can listen to it. I'm not going to listen to it. Um, I'm sure there's not much to it. So the next day, he takes a photo of himself. Uh, behind them is a doorway. Um, it's a door with... Uh, it's, it's, it's a window door most of the door is made up of little glass uh panels and then um someone took that photo zoomed in very very close to a panel of the door and apparently you can make out like a drawing of a little boy like as if someone um someone breathed on the glass and drew, drew on it with their finger which i don't know it's a little scary but whatever it's not it's not anything worth to worry about um let me see here so he starts so the the next, uh, the weekend went by because he was out of town and he decided to take a Polaroid camera and uh, he took a few photos of uh, his bedroom. Something weird happened in that he took a few photos of a specific hallway and they came out completely black. Um, and he tried a fresh, uh, a fresh pack of Polaroid p of film and there's one specific hallway that keeps coming out completely fucking black. And he even compared it with his um, with his iPhone, and uh, the the iPhone took the picture clear. It was just the Polaroid photos, which is pretty scary. So the next day, he decided to burn some sage, probably at the advice of of um, one of his Twitter followers. 
So after a few months of not dreaming about David, he finally dreamt about David like two days afterwards. Um, he said, in his in, in the dream, my, my bedroom was filled with hazy smoke, but I could see David sitting in a chair across the room. He was smaller this time, almost shrunken. He didn't do or say anything except look at me. Anyway, it feels like a bad omen. Every night, the cats are still going to the door and looking and staring at midnight. So apparently he still records himself sleeping every night, and he always hears this weird static electricity sound around 3 a.m. So one night he had a dream uh, where David was dragging me by the arm through an abandoned warehouse. I'm not sure why I didn't fight back in the dream or how he was strong enough to pull me, but that's dream logic for you. It was a creepy dream, but I didn't think much of it when I woke up. I took a shower and then I noticed something. And I woke up uh, with a huge bruise on my arm. I don't see the bruise. Personally, there's a photo there, and I don't see the bruise, so whatever. So he decided to uh, go to get coffee like he does every weekend, and he walks in. And he usually walks to a coffee place, and on the way there, he passes a food cart repair dep- depot. Apparently, it's always really busy on weekends, but this, but this weekend, even though he's lived there for four years, the the warehouse was completely abandoned. Uh, empty, like nothing in there. So he peeked inside and found a chair, a single chair. And he says it's green, like his green rocking chair, but the photo that he posted indicates otherwise. It doesn't look green to me, so he's freaked out by that. Um, so on his way back from coffee, the where the warehouse shutter was closed. He's pretty scared. I, I, I think it's all in his head. I think part of it's all in his head because I don't see the bruise and the chair wasn't green to me, but whatever. Yeah, so the next week, he continuously talks about the cats um, gathering in front of his door at midnight. Uh, but apparently, it's been it's been getting earlier and earlier. Apparently, they started crying at 10 p.m. They began a new routine, hover around the door at 10 p.m., cry for about 15 minutes, then wander off as if nothing's happened. Uh, but this week, something else has been happening. Shortly after the usual cat stuff, around 10.30, so I start getting phone calls from an unmarked number. My entire call history for the past week looks like this. He provides a screenshot of his phone, and it just says no caller ID and unknown. You'll notice that I answered once, yesterday. Since this has been happening for days on end, I thought it might be an automated, uh, automated telemarketer or something. Logical explanation. Usually, if it's an automated thing, if you answer once, they quit calling, so I picked up. Instead, what I heard on the other end was a pretty peculiar electrical static sound, very similar to the static my sleep app picks up at night. I didn't say anything. I just listened, waiting for some automated message to chime in. After about a minute, the static stopped and there was silence. I kept listening. I, I heard what I thought was breathing. But it was so faint I can't be sure. My heart was racing so it was hard to hear. Then just as I was about to hang up I heard a very small voice whisper, Hello. Something about the way they said hello freaked me out. It wasn't a question or a greeting, just hello, a flat statement so quiet I could barely hear it. I panicked and hung up. I didn't know what else to do. I closed all the curtains in my apartment and turned on every single light. I watched TV until dawn because I was too scared to go to sleep. I sort of feel like I'm losing my mind. If I look at each individual incident on its own, there are perfectly logical explanations for everything. But after three weeks of weird shit happening, I don't know how to make sense of it all. The only thing I can, the only thing I feel like I can do right now is write everything down. So that's what I'm doing, and that's what I'll keep doing. It's pretty horrifying. Um, I I know that would happen to me too, especially since I have anxiety. So he decided to move his green chair out of his um, room, and he's, apparently he's been moving. He's been moving it around in various parts of the living room. So he talks about how he's going to to Japan for three weeks on vacation, hoping that 
it'll all end by the time he gets back. Uh, his explanation being that David lost track of him when he moved, so he hopes that if he moves again, he'll leave him alone. So he decided to buy a pet monitoring camera to, so it's just to keep an eye on his cats while overseas. It's, um... It's a nanny cam that runs on Wi-Fi, and uh, it apparently will chime his phone every time there's any detection of noise or motion. Um, so he tested out last weekend, and of course it pinged periodically. I, I think he was out for the weekend. Uh, he was away from home one night, and he set it up just to see how it worked. And it pinged a few times throughout the night, mostly cats running around and playing. But apparently at around 11, a, 11 p.m., it alerted me again that it detected motion. But when I checked the feed of my apartment, I didn't see anything. So I watched the feed again, still nothing. I watched it a third time and finally noticed something. The, cameras, the camera is focused on the chair. And if you watch it, about 10 seconds in, the chair starts rocking by itself, as rocking chairs tend to do in horror movies. He insists that there's no wind because the windows are closed, He doesn't, he, especially during the summer. So he tried not to panic, and then a uh, half hour later, apparently, he got another motion alert. If you watch it, it's the same, it's the same shot. Uh, he likes to hang a turtle shell right above his shelf. It's, it's a weird little accessory, but it is a turtle shell, and you can't really see it from the um, from the from the video from the footage, uh, what it is. But there's something hanging above his shelf, and if you watch it, it just falls out of nowhere, just like that. Um, so yeah, that was a little weird. Um, so he apparently he's just been feeling really uneasy, and he put the chair in the hallway. That was August 28th, and uh, looks like nothing has happened yet since. Um, or maybe he already went to Japan, who knows. Uh, that was his story file. So I'm checking through his Twitter right now, and it looks like after he posted those videos, he tried to stay out of his house for about uh, for as much as he could. I mean, he still lives there, obviously. Uh, so apparently there was nothing going on for about a week or so. And then, you know... Lo and behold, at the time of this recording, an hour before uh, I started recording, he started posting again. So that's pretty fucking scary. So he's been keeping the camera on 24-7 to see if it would continue recording. Um, he started noticing some weird stuff during the night on Saturday while I slept. It recorded the cats in the living room. It seemed pretty unremarkable at first. The footage of the, uh, the footages of the two cats, and out of nowhere, one cat like kind of freaks out and jumps over something. Which is a little weird. So it likely wasn't bugs. Um, so the next night, it recorded a couple more strange videos. Apparently, like, the next night, he got footage of his cat, like, constantly standing on his hind legs and looking at something. I mean, dogs do that a lot, actually. They just kind of stop and they look at something in a specific corner of a room. But then he put up another video of um, his cat looking again he's still peering around the room on his hind legs and he starts swatting at something it's a little weird of this recording he put up a few more videos an hour prior to me starting the recording and his cat was acting a little weird nothing too out of the ordinary um, looks like the cat's just acting a little weird he jumped over something he keeps standing his hind legs and looking at something and then he started Swatting or something. He's, it seems like this guy's a little dramatic. Um, again, Adam Ellis on Twitter. You can find him at Moby Dickhead. Moby underscore Dickhead if you really want to check out, uh, follow the thread like I have. Um, but I will put up the Storyfy a link for you to take a look at. Um, it's pretty creepy. 
um, a lot of it, like you said, if you like break down each individual event, you can find a logical explanation for everything. It's um, it's just the way he's like amping it up, like how scared he is, and the way he writes it. Which, if he is a writer, could easily, easily be a work of fiction. Which means that he's just that good of a writer. And that's possible. You know, writers are that imaginative and they know how to get in people's heads and that's why they do what they do because they can get people's emotions running and then they're adrenaline and pumping because they just know how to manipulate people's emotions. Um, so, like, the footage is interesting, um, but like I said, overall, this could easily just be an elaborate ruse. He's probably, like, I know he's, um, I think he's selling a book soon? I'm not sure. Maybe that's just something I read somewhere. But for the most part, um, he keeps, he, he seems like he's, first of all, he is dramatic. That's one thing. But I, I'm not going to rule out the possibility that he's writing, he's just writing a really good story right now. That's just, you know, he could be being very genuine. I could be an asshole for doubting him. But, um, I don't know, bro. That's what happens when you're when you're a writer. When you're a writer, you're going to get accused of being disingenuous. Or if you're an actor or something like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, personally, I think this is a really great, interesting story thus far. Uh, whether or not it's true is debatable. But it's still a really, really interesting story. And in how he has, like, all this footage and shit for you to take a look at. Um, actually, the, the, the scarier stuff is what he was able to come up with without the evidence. Because the evidence that he's given me, I'm, you know, I've doubted most of it. Like, you know, I didn't see the bruise and I didn't see how the chair was green. Because it didn't look green to me at all. Um, but overall, like, it's it's a pretty good story. And again, I will be putting up the, um, the link to the story fight so you can follow Twitter thread in order of of it happening uh so the last literally the last update is now or prior to me starting this recording it's called dear david so check that shit out i will be putting it on the website so anything and everything you can find at droppingloads.com uh you can follow us on twitter dropping loads pc or you can follow us on instagram at dropping loads please 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 follow us on youtube.com slash dropping p that's dropping loads and letter p weekly shows coming up spj and i have just premiered a new show last week called what am i playing it's about um about you know the SPJ the senpai he's gonna sit here and introduce me to a new game because I've I'm not a big gamer and he is so he's gonna introduce me to a game that I've never heard of or played before so that's the concept of the show uh, followed by a couple other shows like what the con top vest top five Milky's way and the OG on the ODG show weekly shows going up every single day so please check it out guys at youtube.com slash dropping loads p please check out the bs podcast network this cool network of podcasts run by the dudes of pure bs podcast uh well formerly the pure bs podcast please check out the patreon at patreon.com slash bs podcast network uh maybe donate a few shillings in there it really helps us out and again the network overall is the bs podcast network.com we're on two inner radio stations the first one's the mix talk you can find that themixx.fm we're playing at 12 p.m central 1 p.m eastern we're also on cornucopia radio that's C-O-R-N-U-C-O-P-I-A hyphen radio that's C-O the UK we're played randomly once throughout the week so hopefully one day you have to tune in and listen to us um, and lastly please don't forget to check out the Don Francisco Promise Historia at the low low price of a dollar fifty is our only premium episode you can find that droppinglows.podbean.com it's SPJ's second finest hour after punching the shit or elbowing the shit out of a, a hobo and so until next time we love dropping loads Every time
that makes you go, what? If you like stand-up comedy, sports, entertainment, interviews with guests, things you talk about with your boys in the Man Cave, then tune into the Man Cave Chronicles podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, and Pocket Cast.